0: Okay, guys, so Gals Behind the Lens podcast is back with episode two, and today we're going to talk about how to plan a successful content day. Yes, so we
1: literally broke this down step by step, um, starting with what we think you should start with first, and these are a lot of things, tips and tricks on things that we wish we would have known before we planned our first content day. We had a content day, when was that? It was like last year. I don't remember even what month. I know it was hot outside.
0: Yeah, I think it was like August or something like that. Yeah, I think you're right. But we had
1: a content day together, Kelsey and I, and it was my first one. It was not Kelsey's first one, right? Uh, correct. Okay, but um, we had to figure out a lot of things together. So do you want to go ahead and get started with the first step?
0: Yeah. So the first step that we thought that is the most important is finding a date for the content day to actually happen, especially if you're not planning by yourself. You want to make sure the other person you're planning with has availability so that you guys can be sure that you guys can both do it together.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Another tip on the date is you definitely don't want to plan it on a weekend, because usually venues and vendors are all booked. Other photographers are booked on the weekends, especially if they're wedding photographers. Um, So nobody is really going to be able to come to your content day or, you know, there's no way you're going to find a venue that's going to be open. I mean, unless you're in the dead winter or something trying to do a content day, but I would definitely do a weekday for sure. Maybe even if you want to do a poll, I can't remember if we did this, but if you're kind of back and forth on a few dates, maybe you could do a poll on your stories and say, hey, you know, content day in the works, and we're looking at a couple of dates, which one would you be able to come to? And then just pick the one most people could come to.
0: Yeah, and I think that's a really good idea because a lot of the people that are going to be coming are most likely already following you anyways. And so that gives a really good perspective on who would be able to attend. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, definitely. So I feel like number one kind of ties in with number two, because whenever we reached out to a venue, we reached out to a couple of venues. um, You really need to have a date in mind. I feel like if you're going to reach out to them, you really want to. You know, have the majority. You want to have a lot of stuff kind of figured out before you reach out to a venue, just so you don't sound like you don't know what you're doing. Um, Because I know that reaching out to venues can be intimidating for sure. But yeah, definitely. So we reached out to a few venues that. We, I mean, there's a lot of venues. I feel like in Nashville, for instance, but they are already like they've they're established. They've been in Nashville for a long time. A lot of people really know them. You know, I feel like it's a little harder to have a content day at a venue that's very well known and very booked up. Um, mm-hmm to a venue we looked for venues that were a little more new or venues that didn't have a ton of content on their instagrams uh stuff like that because you really want to find a venue that is going to be able to benefit mutually with you with doing this content day because typically when you reach out to a venue you know they're offering their venue up for the day for free
0: right which is a really big reason you don't want to ask hey do you have a saturday available because they are most likely already booked for a wedding
1: yeah. And they could have made a lot of money that day. So definitely not going to be willing to do that for you on a Saturday. Right. So,
0: so the, the next step we have on here is building mood boards. And of course you could have you know, do that whenever you really want to before planning the whole day and finding the date in the venue. But we decided to put this as third because you want to make sure that whatever date you've chosen goes with your mood board. So like if you choose February, you can't necessarily have exactly the same ideas that you would for the fall. Mm-hmm. So building those mood boards is something you want to talk over with the other photographer that you're working with to be sure you guys are on the same page for those.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I think that so we had three mood boards, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, we had two uh, bridal couple or like wedding couples. And then we had one couple that was just engaged. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so I think that we chose Boho as one of our mood boards because I feel like you can't really have a content day without one because it's just boho is so trendy right now. Yes. So I know that we did that. I think you did most of the, the pinning. hmm on the on the boho one um -hmm. then we did one with a motorcycle I had a vision specific vision in my brain it was something I've always wanted to do I've always wanted to have um a girl in a freaking wedding dress on a motorcycle with smoke bombs and like a leather jacket and so I had that kind of in my head and that's where that one came from and then you want to talk about the third one
0: Yeah. So um, versatility is a really good thing to have at content days. You don't want everything to be one solo bride or all bridal or all engagement because most photographers are not only wedding photographers or only engagement photographers. They're kind of a mixture of both. Mm -hmm. And so our last um, mood board was an engagement couple. And thankfully, we actually did this styled shoot content day over at Hal farms and they had a perfect spot for us to do a little picnic with like a little mountain and some sky overlook it was just super super pretty and so that one was more of like a fun one where it didn't really have to necessarily do with a ton of wedding stuff
1: yeah that's that's smart so you don't have just like a bunch of wedding couples right uh, another thing too that I think is super important is to go tour the venue so when we emailed How Farms they were like yes we're available on that day and then I was like okay well can we is there a day that we can come by and look at it in person because none of us had looked at it in person before we just saw their Instagram so uh, um, I think Kelsey was she was busy that day I think she had sessions so I drove to How Farms and she drove me around I told her all of our ideas for each couple and mm-hmm. so she drove me around to the different spots and so that I could literally see, you know, how big the areas were or, you know, oh, I think this couple is going to photograph best here. And then she's like, oh, by the way, we have this like mountain view up here. Let's go check it out. I think your engagement couple would be cool up here. So mm-hmm. go ahead of time. And so that the day of the content shoot, we literally knew where everything was going to be set up. So that helps too. on the Yeah, day. that
0: was super, super helpful because otherwise, you know, not to mention we have a ton of other things we have to do the rest of the day, but then trying to find the spots as soon as you get there would be super stressful if you didn't already know.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, so after we had our mood boards, then from there, we did a model call. Isn't that mm-hmm. how we got our models? I'm pretty sure.
0: We yes, I think call. we did model calls and then... Yeah, I think we did model calls and then people would just, you know, submit their photos of them and their significant other. And then we would just kind of pick what worked best for each mood board.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, So we posted the mood boards on our stories and we said we're looking for couples. Here are the three spots we need to... um, with that we need to fill and I actually had a couple reach out to me about the motorcycle one she's like hey I I actually got married at Howl Farms I still have my wedding dress and we have a motorcycle and I was like wow perfect that (laughs) literally sent from Jesus Mm -hmm. that is also what's convenient because yeah you might have friends and stuff that you want to reach out to maybe have them model but like I didn't know this girl. She just followed me on Instagram and she just reached out and they had everything we needed. So I feel like it's better to just like post on stories and do a model call and then just kind of see who you think might work best for each, you know, mood board.
0: Right. Yeah. I think it's super important to do the model calls because if you reach out to people in particular, like you can definitely do that. But most of the time you're going to get a super versatile group of people if you do the model call because you'll get a ton of options.
1: Yeah, definitely. And with models, it's super important that they have at least been in front of a camera before because Mm -hmm. they are going to be in front of a lot of cameras on your content day for at least a couple of hours. So you really need to, you know, maybe even audio message with them back and forth and just kind of gauge like to see how comfortable they are in front of the camera um, because they're going to have to You know, photographers are going to be telling them different poses to do and this and that. So you really need some models who are going to be positive that day and willing to do any kind of poses that the photographers put them in, really. So,
0: yeah. And something else to add to that, too, is when doing the model calls like once they say, like, hey, we're we're available, we'd love to do it, you need to make sure that they understand this is like an all-day thing. It's not just an hour or two. They're going to be having to travel and then do hair and makeup and then model it itself. So they need to understand that it's like a whole day. It's not just a couple of hours.
1: Yeah, so they either need to take off work or just be off of work that day. Um, okay. So from there we have the next step would be finding hair and makeup because once you have your models, you need to be able to tell them what time to be at the venue or to be at hair and makeup that day. Mm -hmm. So you need to find some hair and makeup people, which you might already have some in mind that you can ask, but I'm pretty sure we did another kind of model call, if you will, on our stories for a makeup artist.
0: Yes, we did. And that was really helpful because we were able to see like all different types of skill levels. And, you know, for some of the mood boards that we had, we wanted some really crazy makeup, like someone who could do something super glamorous, but then on another spectrum, maybe not so much like they don't have to be super, super involved. So getting exposure to the different makeup artists and their different skill levels was really cool to see.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah, you might know some people, but I feel like content days are a good way for you to kind of get to know other people in the industry and get to know Mm other vendors. So it may actually be good for you to have someone come on and and be a part of the content day that maybe you've never met before so that you can form a new connection with someone. And you may end up loving working with them and you add them to your preferred vendor list and then they recommend, you know, you to their brides. And so, you know, I feel like that might be a better option instead of choosing one Someone you already mm-hmm. know. Um, but that's what we did next so that we could get with hair and makeup and say, okay, this is what we want. You know, how long is it going to take you to do this? What time do you think the models need to meet you?
0: Right. Yes, perfect. So the next thing we have on here for our step number six is dresses. Um, this is super important if you have a wedding couple or a bride just because. I mean, they've got to have a dress and they've also have to have tuxes as well. So um, you just need to look around the area maybe that you're doing the actual shoot in because those are the people that are probably going to be the most interested for their dresses because it's local. Um, And being able to make sure that you understand the rules of renting or borrowing the dress and like signing the contract. Most places will have you sign a contract and kind of give your credit card number just in case there's any sort of damage done to the dresses. Um, But just making sure that you reach out to local vendors is probably the best option first and then just go from there.
1: Yes, and also like how farms they had a lot of connections with bridal shops around there cuz like Kelsey's from Cookeville and I'm from Nashville and we're doing our content day in Chattanooga. Mm-hmm. So uh, we really needed, you know, how farms to kind of come through on that and give us a few emails and and people for us to reach out to um so yeah definitely and also with the contracts yeah read that ish carefully because they may have you pay you know four grand for that dress if something happens to it so really be careful if you are going to rent a dress maybe you know like Mm -hmm that our boho couple was just going to be on concrete and so we really had no issue renting a dress for that couple because we knew that you know they weren't going to be getting crazy um but yeah we did have one couple she already had been married before so she still had her wedding dress and just wore that so that worked out perfect so yeah that's definitely and we showed our mood boards to the uh dress shops and they just kind of showed us what they had available Mm -hmm. the best and we just picked some from there
0: Yes. And also um, there have been some times when they allow you to come in and look at the dresses beforehand. And if you can do that, I would highly recommend it because honestly, things look so much different in person than they do through a photograph on Instagram or text message or email. So I would go in and see if you can look um, face to face with the vendors and just make sure that you're able to look at the dresses. But if not, you know, photos are great as well. But of course, just converse with the other person you're working with and make sure you guys are on the same page as to which which dress you guys want
1: yeah and i would also recommend maybe pick out a dress that's a little more unique or a little more different because Mm -hmm. photographers are paying money to come and shoot you know these couples so i would try to pick some super interesting and fun dresses like farbo couple it was like a built-in underlay and then she had like an over like a long sleeve dress basically that went over Mm -hmm. the slip and uh, it was so different it was unlike any wedding dress I've ever seen and it was gorgeous so you know photographers really want to come out to your content day to shoot something different than what they usually shoot that's Mm -hmm. pretty much why they're coming so yeah look for some dresses that aren't super basic yeah all right so next up we have florals which I feel like is a huge very important part of your content day Um, yes yeah So we actually, when we were looking for vendors, we came across someone who was recommended to us, um, a florist, and she is the florista, and she did an amazing, amazing job. So Mm -hmm. there are some vendors that you may have to pay for, um, and our florist Mm -hmm. was one that pay for but I do not regret it one single bit it was worth every penny that we you know gave her and she came and we showed her the mood board for everything and she did all of the arches she did boutonnieres bouquets even like little random pieces of florals that we used for flat lays Mm -hmm. Um, she also did do the florals with our uh, cake girl her and our cake girl were friends so they coordinated and she brought the florals to add to the cake so your florist is a very important part and you really want to make sure there's someone who's reliable and that they're going to be there on time and that you guys are on the same page about what they can produce for you like this is what I want are you able to do
0: it you know Yeah, Yeah, I would would say like when speaking with a florist, I would send the mood boards and then explain exactly what you want. Because sometimes when we make mood boards, that's not exactly what we're going for, but just something like in the ballpark. But then there are times when, you know, we do make a mood board and we want that exact bouquet. Like, can you do that? Is there any way that you can make sure that we get those exact florals? And you want to make sure that that person can do that, because if they say they can't, then either you're going to have to change the mood board or you're going to have to find somebody else.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, florals is a huge, huge thing. And definitely if the florist you want to work with is charging a little bit for it, I say, go for it. Don't hesitate. Mm-hmm. Um, so next up we have finding random vendors. So I said this a million times. I was like, I want to get vendors in here that not everyone has seen mm-hmm. uh, any vendors that need some free photos um, for their social media and they need to get their name out there. You know, anyone that's a little bit different. We found one that um, she made tiny little pies like mm-hmm. they had, like cake pops from Starbucks, but like little pies. So uh, that was super fun. She came, had a little trailer, like a little setup and it was boho. She had a rug and everything. It was perfect and it was, it was so cute. cute. Yeah. I like totally fit the vibe um, of our content day. And then uh, who, who else
0: did we have? I know we had someone else. Uh, Well, we did have someone who brought an arch for us or like an Arbor thing. We had an arch there that someone brought. Um, And then Elms Elms Lettering did a couple of things for us, like a little sign and stuff like that. So, I mean, this type of like random vendors that we mean is like anybody who has arches, jewelry, um, flat lay designs, cakes, any sort of foods that are different. Um, And then, of course, a car as well, which thankfully our... Uh, the How Farms came with a car, thank goodness, because we really wanted that. Um, but anybody who has stuff like that is always a good idea to reach out to.
1: Yeah, those are definitely little things. Um, if you're able to make like little flat lays, I've been to a lot of content days where they have a flat lay or they have like a cool ring box with a ring, you know, like little detail shots that they can also get. And um, also the uh, Elms, is that how you say it? Elms yeah. Yeah, she was amazing. She made us a leather jacket that had like uh, future misses on the mm-hmm. back. and then we she had the signs made she made like place cards for art we had a whole table set up like a Mm -hmm. reception table we used loomy designs and they provided like the silverware and the um the plates and all that kind of that kind of stuff that you know you don't really think about and then the tablecloth stuff like that so um think of all the little details too so and Mm -hmm. any little add-ons that you can put in there i feel like it's going to draw more photographers to come so So that you have, you know, like, yes, we had all of the couples, but we also had a reception table and cake and we had flat lays and stuff. So that kind of helps, you know, beef up what you're offering.
0: Yes. Mm -hmm. So what we have next is kind of like step nine and ten. They go hand in hand, which is promote and share. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, so for promoting, I would say before sharing, I would tell as many photographer friends as possible, just because you want those tickets, if you have a launch date and time for those tickets for your content day, you want them to sell out as quickly as possible so that for the next time, if you have another content day, people are like, oh my gosh, okay, I need to make sure that I am like available for when they are posting these tickets.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So we hyped this up. So people were already getting hyped up because they saw us doing model calls. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we also, whenever I went to Howl Farms, I posted you know, some behind the scenes and some videos. And I was like, you know, I took a little video of this spot at How Farms and was like, ooh, our boho couple is going to be set up here. And so just kind of like hyping it up, leading up to when you're going to launch um, really helps. So people are just on their toes, just waiting for you to announce when you're going to launch this. So just hype right. it up as you can.
0: Yeah. And I would also say that like um, sometimes people just share it out of nowhere and they're like, hey, I'm having a content day. I would suggest like telling your followers, you know, we have a content day in July. The tickets go on sale April 20th at 8 p.m. Central Time. And then that way they know when to be looking for the tickets to go live instead of just constantly checking your page, um, because that gives everybody an opportunity to get them at the same time. Yeah, I do feel like some people do make the mistake of
1: trying to be too mysterious about it. Mm -hmm. It's like they're doing all the work leading up to it, and then they just randomly announce like a launch date or not even a launch date, but they're just like, hey, this is happening. Here's the tickets are this amount, and that's it. Like no one had ever heard of it before. So I feel like it's really important, you know, to just show off things kind of leading up as you're planning. You know, like, oh, I know that we when once I got the pie girl to be a part of it. You know, I shared her Instagram to my stories and I was like, "Ooh, just, you know, got so and so to be part of our content day. Can't wait. So just like leading up, everyone's like, oh, my gosh, this is going to be awesome. You know?
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to tell all the details, you know, before you do your launch date, but definitely, you know, mention some stuff so that people Mm -hmm. are aware before you launch it.
0: Yeah. Um, So something that I actually didn't write down that I want to add to is whenever like all is said and done, you want to make sure that everybody that came to your content day knows exactly who to tag.
2: Mm hmm. So
0: making like a list for everybody so that they can tag like who the models were, the makeup artists, the menu, you know, the dresses, who planned it, everything. You need to probably have all of that stuff done. I would say, honestly, two to three days before the content day. And of course, things are subject to change. Like someone could cancel, get sick, not be able to show up, um, etc. But just make sure you have all of that stuff ready so that when the day is over, you can send that out to some of the photographers.
1: Yes, definitely, because once you do have your launch and you sell all your tickets, which we sold ours out in, I think, 20 minutes, pretty sure. Yes, so we had three groups of five. Um, We Wait, was it five or was it four? Four, I think.
0: I honestly don't
1: remember. That was so long ago, honestly. You know. I think it was four because I feel like five is too much in a group. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure we did four in each group. That's another thing to think. How many tickets are you going to sell? How many setups do you have? Right. You know, um, because you do not. I personally, if I'm going to be at a content day, I don't want to be in a group with more than four people, including myself. Because mm-hmm. you do not want to be fighting people to get the shot. So you need exactly. to Take that into consideration because other photographers are not going to buy a ticket to a content day when they see, oh, there's going to be 10 people per group. Yeah, no, I'm out. That's Mm -hmm. that's my personal opinion. So definitely mention and say whenever you're advertising, say there will Mm -hmm. be three stations and there will be four photographers per station. That's very Mm -hmm. important in in trying to get people to purchase tickets. So once you do sell out all your tickets, then you'll make a group message with every all the photographers that are coming um, and, you know, like leading up, answer any questions they have in the group and just let them know how excited you are. I know mm-hmm. that I sent some sneak peeks in the group and was like, oh, just picked up the florals or just picked up the cake and I would send it in there just to get them super excited, mm-hmm. you know, before they got there. Um But also in there, you'll send your vendor list and, you know, you'll break it down per couple and you'll say, all right, boho couple, here's everyone you tag. Here's for the dress, here's for this, this and this. Um, And so you'll send that in the group as well. And photographers have to absolutely tag every single vendor that was a part of that content day or else we would message them and say, hey, you know, don't forget to tag so-and-so or don't forget to do this," And you will have to do that. And the
0: reason behind that is because that's the whole reason that literally all those vendors participated to begin with is because they want publicity and they want to have their stuff promoted. So if we're not tagging them, then it wasn't worth it for them.
1: Exactly. And I have seen the question before where people are like, whenever you reach out to the vendors to be part of your content day, how do you word that? So I whenever I would pitch, you know, this idea, I would say, hey, I'm a photographer in Nashville. I'm hosting a content day at How Farms in Chattanooga on this day. Here's our mood boards. Would love to have you a part of it in any way that you would like. We'll have, you know, 10 photographers there from all over Middleton. Mm -hmm. So you'll be receiving 10 galleries back, plus you'll have the exposure from 10 photographers. So that's like something that you use to help get the vendors want to be a part of it. So if you say that they're all going to tag you and then you don't uphold that, then that's disappointing to the vendors.
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. so the the last thing too on here that we kind of wanted to talk about was just like pricing of the tickets, which also goes back to like how many setups do you have? And I guess like overall, what kind of money you're wanting to make from this, if that's the goal. Mm hmm. Correct. So this was our
1: well, this was my first content day. Um, It was mine and Kelsey's first one together. Mm So I I know I was like, ooh, I really am not trying to make a ton of profit off this. Mm -hmm. I really would like to definitely, you know, make it a little bit. I think, you know, we made maybe 500. Yeah, it was basically like I was getting paid to do a session that Mm -hmm. day. Um, And so I feel like for your first one, I think making around 500 is a decent amount, don't you think?
0: Yeah, I do. And so I think what was our ticket price? It was like either 100 or 150 or something like that. And I feel like that's pretty good for, you know, people who've never really put one on together before. I I mean, maybe if I had done like five, and you had done five, then we could have probably charged a little bit more. But if you're if you've never done a content day before, and it's literally your first one, I would say $100 or less per ticket, no matter how many people are coming.
1: Yes, and another thing that we factored into the cost was we were a little nervous because we are, you know, based in Cookville and Nashville and so we were like, well, will our because most of our audience live in the same area as us. Mm-hmm. So having a sold shoot in a different city, we were a little bit nervous because it is a bit of a drive. So we didn't want to have this hefty content day, you know, ticket price on top of asking them to drive a lot. So we really wanted to be fair. And so we took that into account also with the fact that this was our first one putting it on together. So um, but you do also need to think about have a little bit of wiggle room, like a little bit of money in there to budget to pay for your vendors as Mm -hmm. well because you are going to have some vendors that you're going to have to pay for. Some vendors will be a part of your content day for free. Um, So it just depends. But that was one thing that caught me off guard was I just assumed for styled shoots and content days that every vendor participated for free. Um, But you will come across some that will charge you. So that was one thing that I wish somebody would have told me,
0: you know? Yeah. And I would say, honestly, like the number one person that probably will charge is most likely a florist. Um, And it's not just because they want to make money necessarily, but florals are very expensive for them to even acquire in the first place. So they're probably not even making a profit off of it. Really, they're probably just paying for the flowers that you want.
1: Yeah, exactly. But I mean ultimately the pricing is totally up to you. These are just this is just our advice and kinda how we came to our pricing. And you know, if you do start at a, a lower price, you know, a hundred 75 150 around there you know do your content day see how fast it sells out see how successful it is if you're able to pull it off and everyone has a great time do another content day and charge a little bit more so that does allow you to you know get a good reputation to where photographers in the community are like oh I went to so-and-so's content day and had a blast it was so much fun you know so that you know you have you just have some good reviews. And so that next time you do one, people will know it's worth to pay
0: a little bit more. Exactly. Yeah. And there's so much fun. I would say too. another tip is just work with someone that you know that y'all's personalities kind of like, just you get really, really like you feed off each other's energy. Um, don't work with someone that you don't think is going to be able to work with you in terms of like, I mean, what would you say about that? Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Yeah. I definitely think you need to be on the same page as
1: far as definitely like when you're planning the mood boards. I mean, like if you're not on the same page on that and what you want to shoot, then because it, it, there's a lot of different content days, there's some content days that people plan and I'm like, oh, I would never post those colors on my feed or whatever. So Mm -hmm. I would pick a photographer who's kind of similar to you has like a similar ish style. um, And you know, someone who's available and able to put in the, an equal amount of work as you that's yeah. important too. But yeah, definitely someone that you can get along with very well because you're going to have to work together. There were some things that I, you know, had to take care of, some things I picked up on the on the day of the content day, and then there were some things that Kelsey picked up on the day of the content day, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're just going to have to make sure that you both work together really well and also, you know, someone who has a decent following. You know, if you're going to host an event like this, you need to have a decent fo- you know, people who you know, want to be a part of something that you're putting on.
0: Right, exactly. And another thing, too, is it's a really, really good way um, not only to make a little bit of money, but like Kelsey had mentioned earlier, just like getting your foot in the door with other vendors and other photographers in the community, because as a photographer, you want to have other photographer friends because some people just do not get it. (laughs) Like you want to have people who are in the photography industry so that you can kind of just, you know, grow within your business and yourself alongside them. Yes, definitely. And it's
1: also nice to have, you know, make friends with different vendors because, Mm -hmm. you know, they're going to recommend you and you can recommend them. Like we're actually planning a styled shoot, a very small one, you know, in like a week, I think in Nashville. And Mm -hmm. we were talking about how we wanted a little invitation suite. And I was like, Ooh, I know exactly who to call. Um, I called Elms Lettering Mm -hmm. and... I asked her. I was like, "Oh my gosh, you did such an amazing job! Like at our content day, we would love if you wanted to be a part of another like styled shoot with us." So mm-hmm. that makes it really nice too, because now you have vendor friends that you know you can ask to do other things with, or you can recommend them to your brides. Like I've had some brides that are like, "Oh my gosh, we're really looking for a florist. Like, do you know anyone that you love?" And I'm like, "Uh, yeah, the florista," because I worked <laughs> for my content day and she did an amazing job. So you know. It just, we're all helping each other. Right. So, yeah. Oh, there was one more thing that I would, just like another tip is. Um, on the day of your content day, Kelsey and I kind of floated around, uh, constantly actually that day to each group, just making sure everyone was getting along, that the models were having fun, that they were being taken care of. Um, just that everything was going smoothly. We just would bounce around and we would also grab some, you know, shots for ourselves. You won't get to shoot a ton. I will say if you are putting on mm-hmm. the, content, but it is still so much fun, um, And I tried to take as much behind the scenes as I could of the content day because that's also going to kind of hype up, you know, for next time because people are going to people who didn't come to this content day will be at home and they'll be like, dang, that looks like so much fun. I wish I would have went, you know, next time they have another content day, I'm definitely going to be there. So. That's really important, too, is to try to take as much behind the scenes, just like little videos of the photographers,
0: you know, or like little boomerangs throughout the day, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's well, and, and now too, like reels are such a big deal. So, I mean, if you host your own content day, you definitely want to have something so that you can post a reel on your Instagram page Um, just so that like she was just saying, just being able to share it. So someone can say, man, I didn't get to go to this one. I'm going to go to the next one. But then it also just shares that across the whole Instagram platform because it's more than just your followers who will see it, especially if you're doing reels. I know that there's like a lot of talk about when you share reels that lots of people from like all over the country are seeing those now because it's like the new way of posting. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, for sure. So I feel like we covered it I'm like I could go on and on about content days they're they're just so fun like they're just it's awesome to just get out and create even to be I love to be a guest at content days like anytime any of my friends or anyone I look up to is hosting content day I will buy a ticket because they're just so fun to be creative and try out different poses that you don't usually get to try out or things like that. So overall, I think content days are just really good for the industry in general. I'm glad they're becoming like a huge, you know, a big thing.
0: Yeah, I love going to them. I love putting them on, but I also love going to them. So
1: yeah, for sure. But I think that that's all that we've got for how to run a successful content day. I hope that you guys learned something. I feel like we were a little more like business women-ish in this (laughs) one. And didn't get to joke as much. But yeah. I like it was full. I feel like it was full of a lot of advice and just like tips. And, you know, mm-hmm. that I wish somebody would have told us before we did our first one.
0: Yeah. Well, and I hope that, you know, all of the stuff that we did mention, that someone learned something at least, maybe just one thing that they didn't know and that can help their next content day become more successful for them.
1: Mm-hmm, for sure. So I think that is a wrap on episode two. And we can't wait to see you next Monday. All right. Bye, guys.